Welcome to BSR Warm-Up. We get ready to talk about stuff we couldn't get other people in our lives to chat with us about. This time, we're continuing our prep for the 2019 film, Yesterday. Here at The Reactor, we use profanity and spoilers on our discussions. So if you're not into either of those things, tap stop before the music ends. To my knowledge, no one actually taps stop there, or at least they're being really quiet about it. But I'm going to keep saying it just in case. Still, reach out if you do tap stop, and thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Let's go next. I'll go. All right. What do you got, Pat? All right. So for me, I would get rid of Harry Potter so I could create it. All right. And so we were talking about this before we started recording. Exactly. That's why I was like, oh, I hope no one has my stuff because I wrote all this today, this morning when I was watching Ninjago with my son. (laughs) So you're planning to become a transphobe? No. Actually, (laughs) that's the only way I wouldn't mess it up. I wouldn't be saying that because I understand that I like money. (laughs) Yeah. Joanne's It doesn't have anything to do with the fact that you respect trans people. It's just that you (laughs) like money. money. Hey, one isn't mutually exclusive. Trans people are just as good at consumers as anyone else. Tossing it out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'd be thinking money. <laughs> so what I would do... Oops, shit. Okay. Ow. The freaking <laughs> mic keeps hitting me he's in my face. <laughs> we have a new uh, pop filter here. Yeah, there's a new mic on here. And he's like struggling with. in my face. Like I'm back in college. Oh, oh, wow. What I would do is I would create Harry Potter, but I would mess it up in quotations by instead of Harry Potter being the actual hero of the movie, I will have it based more off or the movie, the book. I had more based off the fact that Dumbledore was actually the ultimate villain in the whole story. I could see that. Yeah. So like majority of the story will stay the same, but instead Dumbledore planned every single thing that happened throughout the story. So Dumbledore meant for Harry to go to his abusive relative's house mm-hmm. because he knew that they would mistreat him and treat him like garbage. So that abuse would make him more susceptible to listen to what Dumbledore wanted him to do when he finally came into the wizarding world. That makes mm-hmm. more sense than what happened. Yeah. yeah. Right. And he's the one who came up with the whole love curse thing about the protection protection like she's the one who told his mom yeah and the whole thing about that because if you think about it that is the only person in that whole what series that apparently ever used that it's old magic yeah it's old magic no one else never yeah okay he made it up so he was using that as a way just to say oh yeah this is why we gotta keep him with these abusive people keep him you know these abusive muggles and all that so he knew harry would prove himself and he'll also have a need to belong so when hagrid went to give him his birthday cake and give him his letter he would want to do it and he'll be more susceptible to be like, oh yeah, don't worry, wherever that dude wants. So everything in the books will go the same way. We get to a point where Snape, like the Hapla Prince, Snape will kill Dumbledore in the same way. It all will whoa, play out the whoa, same way. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers. Okay. This is the intro. This has I been feel, out too long. Yeah, if people haven't gotten the but, story of Harry Potter but right like now. that was the one. Yeah. That everybody was mad about. Also, that came out like a huh. decade ago. Yeah, you've lost so, your chance. So that was the one that my then girlfriend read it with my wife. When that came out, she called me on like a Friday night around like 12 o'clock crying saying they killed him they killed him, <laughs> oh, they killed him. i was like oh my god i thought she was talking like her dad died or something <laughs> and she was i was like what's wrong she's like oh they killed dumbledore and i was like what because i was asleep too like dumbledore I was like oh they killed dumbledore I was like, yeah i said 
Good night. And I hung up on him. <laughs> 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 you called me for that? He said, if you don't get the fuck like, I was like, I understand. When people love a book or something, they get really into it. I understand. But at the same time, I was asleep. You woke me up for that. You didn't have the presence of mind to be, oh my God, they killed it, and then hang up. <laughs> okay. no. um, just like, to really drive your disappointment home, in July, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince can vote. Jesus fuck. Right there, man. It can what? It can vote. It's 18. It'll be, it'll be 18, 18 years. years old. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Okay. So, basically, going back to it, Snape would kill Dumbledore the same way, and all that stuff would really happen. But it will turn out that later on in the book, we'll find out. It turns out that that wasn't really Dumbledore. Dumbledore used some random person, and he gave that person Polyjuice Potion. Basically made him stand in for him to get killed. So that was just some random wizard person. And what that allowed Dumbledore to do is to stay in the background and keep pulling the strings for the next two books. This is still plausibly it's like, it's like he's it turning, really is. It's like he's yeah. turning You're just Dumbledore it, yeah. into a fucking Sith Lord or some <laughs> shit. Dumbledore is a Sith better. Lord. See, better. plot parts I believe you on, because these yeah. are all plausible and interesting, yeah. but I feel like you would be like, no, Hermione, she needs to be oh. hardcore. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I also would have changed the fact that Hermione got what we're on. She would not oh, have yeah. gotten Fuck with that, that yeah. dumbass. <laughs> All right, so everything, like I said, everything will be the same oh right in, in the story right down to the end of the book. Harry and Voldemort will have their fight at the end, but then after Harry kills Voldemort, you'll see Neville walk up to Harry with his wand out. So Harry and Ron Hermione be standing there, and Neville has a wand out, and he's pointing at him. They're like, what's happening? And then all of a sudden, you start seeing Neville start twitching and stuff, and he'll transform into Dumbledore because the potion wore off. So Dumbledore <laughs> is about to shoot the Avracadabra spell at Harry. What the fuck? And then, well, and then all <laughs> And then smooth jazz starts playing. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Dumbledore will fall on the ground because behind him, Luna Lovegood hit him with one of the knockout spells. And so that would mess up. So the last part I, of the okay, book. Okay, no, I'm going to object to this part. Okay. If Luna's going to take out Dumbledore, just like a brick in a sack. <laughs> Not even magic. Just fucking clawing. <laughs> or she does the neck snap well, thing. <laughs> well, the thing is, the thing is, I like Luna, so I want to give her a, a better That's what I'm uh, saying. thing just, in it. What she, if she just was... comes up and sacks him the fuck out. Saxa. She goes for the, the nuts first. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so check it out. So then the final book. So the so the Deathly Hallows will end. <laughs> Not that funny, right? The Deathly Hallows will end a little differently than it did. The final chapter of the book will be Dumbledore in jail talking to Harry through the bars. Harry came to visit him. He's talking to him. He didn't die from the nut kick? Yeah. Nope. Well, he knocked him out. It was hard, how hard it was. Like Ravenclaw's in the house. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm Ravenclaw. So <laughs> He's Ravenclaw. Yes, I am. And so through that jail cell, Dumbledore was like, well, I'm already done. So he starts telling Harry the story. So it turns out going all the way back to when Dumbledore fought Grindelwald, Dumbledore actually died. The real Dumbledore actually died, and Grindelwald took his identity. So, when they had that legendary battle, that's what all happened. So, everyone's like, oh, well, Dumbledore defeated Grindelwald. What really happened was the other way around. But Grindelwald took over Dumbledore's identity and was like, hey, I killed Grindelwald, and I'm Dumbledore, blah, blah, blah. So, but before this Wasn't happened... Wasn't he poised to take over the world before that? Yeah, he was, but this I'm going to tell you why that didn't happen. So... He been Dumbledore for decades, but the reason why those whole rule of the world didn't happen then was because before then he went to the Ministry of Magic and found a prophecy that was about him. In the prophecy, it told him he was going to lose in his crusade and ruling over the Muggles, and he couldn't understand what it meant. So he took the prophecy to one of those fortune teller wizards like Trelawney, someone like that, but mm-hmm. you know better than her. Uh, so the wizard explained to him that an heir of Slytherin will arise to fight and be defeated by one born of those who thrice defied him and born 
and born <laughs> on the seventh as the seventh month dies. I'm going to really have to accent the paperwork yep. sound there. Yep. Make sure you do it because that's a lot of pages. And then that one will then become the master of death, thus becoming the greatest wizard ever. That wizard will end up defeating Grindelwald, but if it said you. <laughs> so it, <laughs> well, it he just flashed me a look. Yeah. Like, kill me. <laughs> All I have to say, all I have to say, bro, is you're gonna make some Harry Potter fan real happy with your fanfic, your fanfic, bro. You're gonna make them real happy. I mean, if Disney's legit, you know what I have to say. Keep it going. Thing is, I'm a billionaire, so it don't matter. So then, wait, you said fuck it up, meaning people don't. Well, they think it's fucked up, but oh, it's not really messed up. I made it better. But uh, Anne, what do you want to say? Making Christmas. This is just so elaborate. It is. This is not the first time this is doing this stuff with Pat. When it gets to me, I have like two sentences to say, and I'm done. Oh, no, no, no! You got it. You got to match up. You got to compete. You got. You got to go against Pat. That is impossible. I cannot compete. I think the last episode you were on was like episode five or six right oh, yeah with the, it was uh, really early on yeah i did the mutant digital possums that yeah. she gave me oh, the answer yeah. for yeah, that's right yeah but uh so it goes back to, so grindelwald because of that he decided to stop his journey and went to go look for the two wizards in that prophecy so he can kill them so it wouldn't happen so for decades he did all the stuff that we know dumbledore was known for for becoming a great teacher and a head ruler and all that other cool stuff so then it turns out that dumbledore that we see and then finding and starting tom riddle and yep i was about to say that he's the one that found tom riddle he's the one that left the clues for tom to find all his stuff about being Eris southern he's the one that told everyone that harry needed to stay with his muggle and wizard hating Uh relatives he maybe he even told Harry's father to go pick on him. Yep. He's the one that manipulated Snape into doing all the stuff he did, killing him and then joining the Dark Lord and like all that stuff for Voldemort. So basically we'll find that the whole Harry Potter story was a decades long plan by Grindelwald to rule the world. So then at the end, after explaining all this to Harry, Grindelwald says, I guess the prophecy was wrong after all, because you didn't defeat me. A little loony girl did talking about, you know, uh, uh, Luna, right? And he's laughing. And so then Harry looks left, looks right, because, you know, he's by himself, and pulls out his wand, says, no, you aren't defeated yet. Cue smooth jazz. (laughs) Grindelwald looks at him all puzzled, like, what are you talking about? So Harry says, you see, as long as you are alive, you will never be truly defeated. You will always come back, always keep living. So then Harry raises his wand and says, and the book ends. (laughs) Nice. So you end with Harry about to murder him in a jail cell, but you assume he does it, but we don't know. People are literally just going to go. He didn't kill him because he didn't say it. So that's hey, not Harry. Hey, that's out of hey, his character. I guess what that does. That gives me the option that if I get <laughs> enough money, I can make more of it. Yeah, I like it. I feel like it pulls things together. I thought Dumbledore was like more engaged with the evil parts than they ended up being in the story. And cool. also it takes Joanna to the equation. She's been problematic for a while now. Because there is a part in the lore that Dumbledore was pretty much evil until his sister died. And he still mm-hmm. helped him. And now this makes more sense because even as a good person, the fact that he was basically setting Harry up to die mm-hmm. in the last book, you're like, wow, that's some bull crap. And then it always took up the part of me that didn't make sense is that you gave him to this family and yet you didn't look in on him to check up on how they're treating him and all that other stuff. This guy is, he's probably the most important person in the wizarding world. No, and they did check up on him. Yeah, they had some freaking squib check up on him that didn't do shit. Uh-huh. What? Ooh. 
that lady across the street that he used to hang out with cats. Yeah. Yeah. She was a squib. So for those who don't know what squib is, it's a person born of two magical (laughs) people and they have nothing. Basically filch. Yeah. We we don't want no squibs. Yeah. Squibs are a guy that can't get no love from us. A squib is a person that get no love from me. Passenger well, side of his best friend's No squib. love from their parents, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trying to do spells on me. I don't know. But yeah. But it's the progress from that. It was, she was like, oh yeah, I'm really down to this. And he was like, this is Harry. And he was like, Harry, that's a stupid name. He's yeah. stupid for having it. Yeah, I'm just saying like, there's so much stuff that you think about like, why would this happen to someone who is supposed to be so important? Why would Dumbledore, the greatest wizard of all time and all that garbage treat a little kid allow a little kid to be abused i mean really like the, the fun part of that is even in the canon voldemort doesn't become active again or able to do a goddamn thing to harry potter until after he leaves his aunt and uncle's house to go to school yeah. anyway mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that protection affords him nothing read fangirl or the simon snow series no. by rainbow no. rowell no it's like a i don't want to say a, a riff on or a spoof on harry potter but it has some elements that address a lot of the things you guys are talking about. I was wondering how she would take that since, you know. Well, and that's the JK thing. So fan, Fangirl was written first and it's about a girl who goes to college and she's really big in fanfic. The last Simon Snow book hasn't come out yet and she is writing the fanfic of Simon Snow. Mm-hmm. And so she's like a race against the actual book being released to finish her version of what should happen. Mm-hmm. So in the book, it's not just about that, but they have excerpts of the Simon Snow story and readers of Fangirl liked it so much that the author then wrote the fanfic. And so there's three volumes of essentially what the girl was writing in Fangirl. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing. And they have the Dumbledore-esque character who is absolutely evil and gets all of his comeuppance. Well, there you go. Yeah, They have (laughs) Simon Snow, which is kind of the Harry Potter figure. He's the chosen one. It turns out that he was created by the Dumbledore figure. He's not actually magic. He just is like forced to have magic. But he's also a vampire. And he is not. Oh, sorry. That's that is the Baz. other one. That's his boyfriend. And they're <laughs> wonderful together. But they have, yeah, Baz is like the Draco of the story, but they end up falling in love. And there's a whole thing. And Hermione is Penelope. And she is this amazing character who's super smart, but also much more human than Hermione seems. Anyways, they deal with all of these things you guys are talking about are problematic, but in a very very tongue-in-cheek kind of way. Uh-huh. Okay. So sorry, Pat. Somebody might have already done the thing you're talking they about. They better not. Because <laughs> I, I spent any- all of 20 minutes thinking about this. I feel this like morning. I'm the only person in any room who's ever read Rainbow Rowell. Like I have well, one friend who reads her stuff too, but it's all very clever and very good. Yeah, I think when they finally start making movies of her stuff, everyone's going to jump on the bandwagon, but. And I'll yeah. just cry forever. Well, it's then so you could be that person who's like, uh, I liked her before she was famous. I, I was cool back in the day. <laughs> I was cool back before she was famous. But I'm just saying, it basically uh, just yeah. the same Harry Potter, but it's a different twist on it. Mm-hmm. Basically, I'm getting rid of Harry Potter, but then remaking Harry Potter in a world. I changed my answer to going back and doing the Star Wars prequels, but actually making Darth Jar Jar real. Yeah, see, I mean, it's and, still not not and, happened. And the thing I'm is too, and the thing is too is it, we say it's messing up, but really messing up is just changing well, how I mean, it is. It's subjective. Yeah, subjective. Right? What people, people think right now, what I just said was messed up all the damn goodness because yeah. people love Dumbledore like he's a fucking pimp of the nation, figure. but that yeah. motherfucker was horrible. Okay, but the real challenge, I guess, if we're making this like a yesterday thing, the real challenge is to be able to make your changes without having Ed Sheeran ruin your life. <laughs> 
Yeah. Where's the hey dude moment? <laughs> Is there probably probably be instead of calling her Hermione, you'd be like, call her Harriet. Harry and Harriet. Yeah, or or Moesha. <laughs> oh, call her oh. Moesha be be really That's what that that's what like, Hermione's name should have been. Oh, and by the way, we still be Harry Potter, but they'd be taking place in like Zaire or something. You know, actually, you mentioned that Knock at the Cabin Door came out a week ago. It's like M. Night Shyamalan's oh, movie. Yeah, but one of the characters is this like. My wife tells me it's a good book. Uh, the Cabin at the End of the World is a very different book. <laughs> but one of the characters is this rough looking ginger that I didn't even think about at all. And then when the credits are rolling, it was the guy that played Ron. Yeah. Where this is I, like, holy shit. Yeah, he's I, I gone through some things. I, I saw him in the uh, trailer. When I first saw the trailer, I forgot what movie yeah. I went to go see. I was, I was like, hey, it's that's Rupert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it was just like, oh my god, I don't know. But I miss talking about Harry Potter with people. Like, I feel like now because it's so much baggage with everything, and I don't want to be like, I am shocked to hear you say that, really, truly, because I used to really enjoy Harry Potter, not like as a series. I'm going to read all uh-huh, the fanfic yeah. thing. I had a really good time reading them. Mm-hmm. I look forward to the books. And you used to give me kind of a lot of shit about it. Well, that's part of the fun, right? For <laughs> you, perhaps. Okay, let, let me give another example. So. <laughs> Get him, man. Yeah. Get him. I'll give another example. So I also like to shit talk Star Wars back in the day. It was just fun. You know, call them laser swords instead of lightsabers or whatever. But well, then actually. Ryan Johnson's movie came out and everyone hated it for like a different what reason. What is Ryan Johnson's so movie? The Last Jedi. Yeah, The Last Jedi oh, okay. came out. He's a great director. He just made a bad Star Wars movie and everyone Wait, jumped on was it. Was that in the 2015-ish Range. I think so. Uh, Rainbow Rowell wrote a book about people waiting in line to see that movie. Oh yeah. Oh, short stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, because he can make a. Oh yeah. He can make. I mean, he made Knives I, Out. I just watched then, Glass Onion. Yeah, last that, week, that was, and that, that was, was a good movie. Too. Good, yeah, right? it was. Well, Glass he, Onion. He just yeah, needs to stay movie. far, far away from Star Wars. But yeah, yes. people had like legitimate concerns against like the Star Wars movie because it was a bad Star Wars movie. I was so disappointed because like I couldn't shit talk Star Wars anymore because there was this other thing everyone else cared about and. It got in the way of me shit talking Star Wars. So I, I feel like it's kind of the same thing. I just prefer when people let me enjoy the things I enjoy. Yeah. So, yeah. so basically no. Isaac likes to shit on whatever you love. Kind of. Basically what he is. I actually started listening to a podcast right after episode whatever last Jedi was. Eight. It was like the, the sorry, podcast changed formats to blank to check. podcasts that are not this one? I know. It's it's okay. People have more than one hour in their, in their week. <laughs> yeah, I started listening not to this me. thing where they went through the movies and lore chronological order. I think they started with episode one and went through and acted like they didn't under Understand what was going on they were just watching it quote for the first time and just kind of riffing on it mm-hmm. it was so refreshing to like go back to a time before the last <laughs> should i should make that <laughs> podcast i have actually not seen any of it right yeah Ooh, i would love <laughs> to see you watch it i don't think i could i honestly no, you would give up eventually i would give up so soon it wouldn't even be eventually i'd get seven minutes in and be like just kidding oh, I'm we, out. Oh, especially trying. if you started at phantom menace it's pretty easy to get bored as hell in the beginning <laughs> oh, yeah. of Oh, minutes. trade negotiations, wink. Well, yeah. well, the funny part is true is like my son has started watching Star Wars. Uh-huh. We got him started watching, and then my wife and I were talking about it, and I, we're like, "Well, which one should we set it on?" And I was like, "Well, do we want to go in quotations chronological order? You know, one, two, three, all of that." She goes, "No, we're starting with four because if he watches one, he's yeah. not going to like any of it." <laughs> so we started with four, and he likes it now. We saw oh, it's a good Menace. Like, he's like eh. Jim Henson movie, yeah. 
The thing in that Rainbow <laughs> Rowell short story where she wrote the character waiting in line for the Star Wars uh-huh. movie is that the character's parents introduced her to the like the early ones and then would not let her watch the prequels. Oh. The, like her dad had watched them and was like, they're terrible. You can't. They'll ruin everything. You cannot watch them. And he like banned them from the house. Really? Yeah. And so then out of kind of respect for her dad, she just kept not watching them because she was like, <laughs> he probably seen, has a point. If have you ever seen a strongly. movie called Fanboys? No. There's a bunch of super hardcore Star Wars nerds, but it's, it's in the days before episode one came out. And one of their buddies who's been in their Star Wars club for years has cancer and he's prognosis. He's not going to make it to the next Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. So they have this big, ridiculous road trip where they're going to go to Skywalker Ranch and ask George if he can see it. What and a like, bummer. well, it's like they have, well, it's just like they have these, these wild, you know, adventure, like they get into our, in contact with, with Harry Knowles and they have to screw over Star Wars people for something. And William Shatner steps up to help them out because fuck Star Wars people, yeah. <laughs> right? Because he's the ultimate Trekkie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But just they break in to try to get the film and get caught and explain the situation. And George Lucas is like, he may see the print. Just him. He gets to watch it by himself. And like they're back at the hospital, like it ends with like them back at the hospital and being like, dude, how was it? Like, what was it? What was it like? Like, no spoilers, but like, how was it? And he's just like smiling at them like, guys, to me, it's really about what you guys are willing to do for me. You know, don't, <laughs> don't get caught up. He's talking around it. Well, yeah. he's just trying to like, I want you guys to live your lives and not get caught up. In, you know what your expectations are. Just look at the friends around you and be grateful for what you have right now. <laughs> and it's just like he. it's supposed to be a heartwarming moment but the whole thing is him trying his best not to say it sucked (laughs) (laughs) damn that's uh, awesome. Yeah. Like they tail into that with all of them dressed up and going to the movie at premiere with mm-hmm. and loving memory patches or whatever. And it just, it's just a really great. It wasn't worth it, but the journey was worth <laughs> it. Yeah. Nah, I get that. All right. Well, who wants to follow my awesomeness? I mean, like I said, I think I have like two sentences. I would get rid of and not replace professional sports. (laughs) Shots fired. That is a... That's a pretty fast change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to go way back. I will add a caveat. Professional sports as they exist today with money and resources being poured into them, property taxes being poured into sporting arenas, mm-hmm. professional athletes making all the money that they do and all of the resources that go into these things that return so little to the communities that they exist so, in. So you would keep the Olympics? Yeah, I'm going to... Actually, the Olympics is really problematic in a lot of ways. I might... <laughs> because the Olympic Committee. Mm, I mean, they're corrupt, but, you know... They're, they're kind of like FIFA now. Yeah, and they like... No, yeah, no, 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 Oh boy, let's we can do a whole episode on the Olympics in Qatar if you want. Yeah, for real. Um, Is that gonna happen? Are you talking? No, you're talking about FIFA. They built a whole town. No, FIFA in in Qatar. No, FIFA happened. Yeah, FIFA in the World Cup. We can, yeah, we can talk about the World Cup. I mean, they're they're pushing for the Olympics now. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, if I had to pick one, I think I would probably pick the NFL because they're not only terrible for the communities that they exist in in terms of sucking yeah. up resources, they're also leaving so many of their players with horrible injuries. Um, Sorry, I'm the big downer today, but no, no, that's fuck the NFL. No, we the big sports ball game football happened last week. I don't think we're allowed to say the actual I'm actually, name of it. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm <laughs> pretty we? comfortable Is every time. Every time somebody's like, oh, hey, I'm going to a party for a watch party or whatever. I'll be like, oh, wow, they're still doing those? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> it, it just shocks the, me every time. Yeah, the name is trademark, isn't it? I think it yeah. is. Yeah. And it's like one of the trade, like, I've, I'll fuck with Disney and the CCP all the time. But like, I don't know about football. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> Disney would be like, going to take on podcasts. Disney would be, be, like, be like, okay, ha, uh, yes, uh, yeah. But the NFL, they'd be like, oh, we care about this. We don't care about our players fucking. Right, yeah. Punching right. women in yeah. the face. They don't sure. care if they get dementia at thirty. It's yeah. fine. Cool. We, don't, we, don't care, we don't care that one of our star quarterbacks lit his wife on fire. But you no. know, okay. he could run fast with ball. Yeah, I'll be the guy then. This is nothing but a fucking commercial backdrop. Now it's not even <laughs> well, like yeah. they do Absolutely. a music show and have commercials, and nobody gives a shit about this. I watched the commercials on YouTube. The next day. Yeah, you mean just because the recent one, 113 million people watched the halftime show compared to 106 actual action game mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i'll admit up till the day after i didn't actually know what teams were playing well that, that's not true i knew the eagles were playing because i listened to the always sunny in philadelphia yeah. podcast but like yeah i had no idea who won or anything until the day after because it wasn't really part of my life growing up and i just stopped caring because it's like a big investment of time and interest i will say it was absolutely a part of my life growing up and that's part of why i don't like it <laughs> amen yeah but i also think that it would be really amazing to see if you kept sports at a the amateur level yeah at an amateur yeah. level even a collegiate level where it's just not quite as intense mm-hmm. I think we're on the same page like I think sports are great for children but so to an I, extent <laughs> if you capped it at a collegiate level uh-huh. what then would society fill all of that with sports do serve a purpose in terms of people feeling community and something to root for well, and things I, like I that. Mean, it's it's and entertainment. Some, right. And something else would have filled that space. I e would like sports. to see e-sports. Oh, I would, I would like to see bots. what would be there instead. Well, when it gets to professional sports, I think it's more about entertainment than anything. And then when you're like, well, they make too much money, but you think mm-hmm. about how much does the actual entity of that sports league make compared to that, they're not making a lot of money. No. And so I understand what you're saying though. The problem isn't so much how how much money they make is how much money they extract from the communities yes. they're in. Yeah. I don't understand returning anything. I don't understand how billionaire owners have the balls to go to a legislator and say, I need help building a new stadium because I don't have enough money. Oh, it easy. You, you look at your spreadsheet and say, hmm, I would make a lot more money if I didn't pay for this. And then exactly. you go to a legislator and be all like, hey, I don't want to pay for this. But you <laughs> don't. Because Jerry Jones, the owner of Dallas Cowboys, has proven that you don't make more money by asking it. Because he built Dallas Cowboys Stadium in Fort Worth or Dallas. I can remember that right now. Mm-hmm. 100% of his money pays that. So that means that he gets 100% of the profits that come from that. Oh, no, you don't lose the that, profits by having the municipality well, pay for yeah. uh-huh. Because some of it goes back to the municipality. But he takes all of it. Well, he's in um, Texas, so they don't really have state taxes. But Well, they're definitely not taxing but billionaires. Majority, <laughs> like All the money goes to him. So I'm just like, why? If I'm a billionaire, I'm building my own stadium. I don't have to share it with the government. Yeah, I share but you don't it. have to already be a billionaire to fleece the government. Yeah, but I get more. 
That's what it's all about, right? <laughs> more money, yeah. more money, more money. You play the municipal track on your first four stadiums so that you have mm-hmm. enough money to just build one for yourself. Or and I abandoning always, them doesn't cost you shit. I can always just do what I do, what the Raiders do, and just keep <laughs> moving cities. Yeah. I think specifically on football, I knew from a young age that I was bored because I would always ask the people that were watching what if questions. Like, what if the field was sloped up one way and they swapped halfway through? Mm-hmm. Is that a 45 degree incline? What if this sport were interesting in some way what if the winner of the big football game got to rename the loser of the big football game my favorite one that you came up with is if they were dressed as their mascot yes (laughs) the whole field of them were dressed as dolphins they did that Uh, in um, one of the old madden games it's called a mascot game (laughs) it is awesome (laughs) so crazy it's awesome i love seeing because i used to play i used like they did in the college game so you used to have like the uh, bucky the buckeye go against like you for gator guy Seminole. name is whatever he is so you be seeing them doing plays running and you see the buckeye running and they get tackled by an alligator pretty awesome <laughs> I, I think they would rename some of the mascots to just like guy with gun or something <laughs> that pretty much what the west virginia guy is <laughs> right it's guy so, I mean, the patriots is Good that luck right? handling notre dame <laughs> so then what would you do then and you think Nothing. you replace it with you just, I just would never it. speak of it again <laughs> if i was the only person who knew i would never say a word and then if other people were like hey what if we had this really fun game, blah, blah, blah. People would be like, what? No, that's stupid. Because mm-hmm. the only reason people like it now is because they grew up liking it. Mm. Because <laughs> culture as we know it is obsessed with it. Yeah, I think we read some of the same papers in college, but I think it operates as a safety valve mechanism for a lot of people. That's what I'm saying. What would replace it? Yeah, so, yeah. But then you said you probably keep the Olympics, right? Maybe. I don't know. So the the Olympics, spirit of the Olympics, maybe. <laughs> yes, the spirit of the Olympics I'm on board with. How the Olympics is actually functioning today <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah. that's a different story. <laughs> that thing that the Nazis started to prove they're yeah. special. <laughs> you know, so it would be like, okay, but I'm pretty sure, well, they kept the Olympics. We'll say they kept the Olympics. I think the Olympic sports will then take that place because then all of a sudden, yeah, maybe you'd be like, oh my God. Well, people that's- get really into the Olympics now. And it's read enough about the Olympics that that's, again, part of the problem because Olympic athletes make companies a lot of money, mm-hmm. a lot of money, mm-hmm. but they are not allowed to make money from the Olympics. Not really. They can't advertise. They, like, there are a lot of avenues where these professional athletes, can do other races and have sponsors, but not at the Olympics. They can, like, not so much have sponsors at the Olympics, but it wasn't until, like, Carl Lewis in the mid to late 80s that track and field athletes and other athletes in the Olympic events could actually get money for their likeness and stuff and still be huh. able to be in the Olympics. Yeah. yeah, so they can get yeah. sponsorships afterwards, but, yeah. you know, they couldn't put, like, a Pepsi logo on their shirt yeah, they couldn't put a, or whatever. They're going to be like, I'm wearing my USA jersey, and then above it would be, like, Pepsi. Yeah, and then so the that's guy, not a lot. And the guy next to me would be like, oh, I'm from USA well, but I'm wearing a chiclet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. That's the first thing that came to my head. Yeah. I'm, re- I'm here repping screaming yellow zonkers. <laughs> the Olympic athletes get shit on a lot. They work so hard and they get so little from the actual Olympic You work organization. four years to get somewhere and then shit, I feel... they're working like, their whole lives oh, to yeah. get there. Yeah. You gotta do Olympic training starting when you can compete in sports. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it's, you know, when COVID canceled the Olympics that one time, oh. a lot of people were really pissed because they train not only their whole lives, they train like up to the month. So they like their cycles. Their yes. Yes. Or when they're supposed to do that. Because they, they cycle 
it so that yeah they peak at the Olympics. So they're mm-hmm. like, oh crap. Yeah, so I mean, it's yeah. a big deal for them. My favorite Olympic movie is Cutting Edge. I Tanya. You know what? <laughs> I watched that movie so many times. Cutting Edge is so good. So that made me realize. I'm like, man. So if I become a hockey player, I should be able to become Olympic athlete then, right? Because I could just become a <laughs> figure skater, right? I will Easy. give an honorable mention to a an Olympics movie. Blazing, so, bl- blaze of glory. Cool no. runnings. So you remember yes. when when the Russian basketball team beat the American basketball team in the Olympics? No, I didn't, but they yeah, do, and yeah. made a movie about it. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean how you mean how they it's cheated? So <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Not in the movie, they didn't. Oh no, yeah, movie, no. In real life, yeah, it was like seventy two or seventy four. I came one Something of those like years, that. but because yeah. because the reason why I remember it is because the Americans came in second. No one on that team accepted their silver medals because they were screwed <laughs> out of the win by you know, the refs. But anyways, I can't remember the name of it, but I'm sure if you <laughs> type in Russian wins basketball game Olympics movie or something, it'll pop up. I'm pretty sure if they did the Lake Placid one with when we beat them in the semifinal game, they probably have that way where we beat them, but it was like. Like, totally cheated. Like they, <laughs> but anyway, I think that's an interesting one. So I just, just threw Russian I mean. basketball into Google and like Russian basketball player, Russian basketball players, NBA, Russian basketball player arrested, Russian basketball player in prison, Russian basketball prison, <laughs> Russian basketball player in jail. Streetball's taken autocomplete. Yeah, got really good there. Wow. Okay. The last good Russian basketball player was back in the early mid two thousands. Andre Kalinko. I got nothing. Nothing at Once all. Once again, I know so much useless knowledge. Uh, the man. most recent basketball player <laughs> I know anything about Asia 47 for is, Utah uh, Jazz is Muggsy Bogues. Stockton. John Stockton went to Gonzaga University in Washington, <laughs> Spokane, Washington. He was also an NBA Jam, which is the only reason I know yeah. basketball facts. John Stockton is also the all-time leading steals and all-time leader in assists in Tech NBA. Mobile taught me a lot about the 1985 NFL. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that leaves me. And uh, you guys had some good ones. This is a long ass warm up. Yes. Yes, it is. We're over now. <laughs> Sorry. No. So we'll I had, yesterday. My, mine was just fine. stupid, but <laughs> I would replace a dubstep because it's easy to do, but it's also like kind of an era defining thing in like a lot of internet music yeah. right now. And it's getting annoying that people are putting in screechy noises that like kills the rest of the track. I know someone who pioneered screechy noises that ruin the rest of the track. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So basically if we just beat up Skrillex, no, he's the American wing of it. The UK stuff's actually better. It started off from two step, which is I mean, I don't, is it, is I don't want a world better. I don't want a world where the window liquor video isn't made. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, but yeah, so what would I would do with that? Was we'll start out slow, instrumental tracks with that the wubs that people love so much. A little bit of clay pecs. Right. But I would exclusively make the lyrics about food and baking. If someone really wants a good recipe for mac and cheese, if their go-to is a dubstep song, I feel like I've really changed the world for the better. Do you think this would make you be in the kitchen more because you'd sing the recipe to yourself? Right. I got to do research. I got to go to the lab for inspiration. (laughs) Okay. Hear me out. Dub chef. Just instantly better. (laughs) No follow-ups? No, no. Nope, that's what I got. <laughs> okay. that's, that's my contribution. You're, you're no, and I, I will say my one attempt at dubstep for this did not turn out well. It was the one of the Jackie episodes. Yeah. It just sounded so stupid. Well, see, now, you was, have to, now you have to do dubstep too late. for this intro, though. I'll do so. it for the mid. I don't know. We'll see. I'll throw some wubs on. Oh, yeah, the somewhere. outro, because it'll be right after this conversation. Right, yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, so I mean, there's definitely ways that affected dubstep and the people around it have affected things. But once you get used to the robot screams, it's just sort of like, right. I don't know, it's exhausting. But what, what kind of impact is this going to have on video games having dubstep guns? I really don't know. Because that's oh, the important Jesus. impact. I mean, Deep the Silver would work around guns. it. There were plenty of other jokes, but. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, so yeah, that died. Okay, <laughs> I don't know anything about dubstep. You're potentially you ruining one of my favorite corridor digital videos, and I don't know if I'm okay with that. Ah, uh, yeah, I'd bring it back by now, though. Okay, yeah, it'd be good times. All right, but hey, you get to have a lot of parties, so it's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just oh, think- does that mean we're gonna erase our marriage? Because fuck <laughs> that. No, I would put it on like instead of the face of dubstep being like you know frat boys and whatnot, it would be my face, which is like a professor, essentially, <laughs> a very so, tired professor. So then I would just start taking like box fifth or something and start putting dubstep to it. <laughs> there's an album called canon by overwork on Bandcamp somewhere that is exactly that actually yeah nice <laughs> you think so you much think that, that like mozart and bach and salieri all these people be like if they could hear what their music sounds like now with us doing so much stupid stuff to it they'd be like did what? you watch bill and ted's excellent adventure i believe they address this exactly <laughs> <laughs> they do. I haven't it. seen it in a while, so I can't. I can't remember it. He's very into it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Amadeus. Amadeus. Any other closing comments? Amadeus. Amadeus. No, I feel pretty good about it. Okay. Amadeus. 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 All right. Join us next time for the actual episode. Later, guys. Reactor is recorded in the Midwestern United States. No, I didn't chicken out of the dubstep thing. It just didn't play nice with any kind of voiceover, so just listen after the credits. And join us next week for the beginning of our chat about my pick, the 2019 film Yesterday. All voices, music, and mixing are put together by us, all rights reserved. If you have any comments, questions, or you want to tell us about what sport, author, or music subgenre you'd mess with, contact the show on social media, SoundCloud, or our website, bsreactor.com. And thanks for listening. We appreciate you.